Hello, and welcome to episode 112 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And this week, James says he doesn't have much for this week, which means it's going to be a three-hour episode. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's going to be a two-hour show. Yeah, buckle (laughs) up, everyone. That's how that works. That's how that always works. Our long shows are when he's just like, I don't have much this week. Yep. So. (laughs) That's when we ramble. Yeah, we're going to touch on some odds and ends kind of things. Yeah. If you have any ideas for the show or anything you want us to talk about, you can get at us at Casual Tripod on Twitter. Yep. You can also hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG. You can drop us an email at show at casualtryhardmtg.com. Don't forget, if you guys are looking to pick up any singles, please use your TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Anything you purchase after navigating to TCG player through that link will net us a small sliver of to help keep the show rolling. If you want to support us a little bit more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Patrons get early access to our show notes. I usually post them up on Patreon like the day before the show goes live. They also get access to our kind of pre-show ramblings where we talk about kind of anything and everything while we're setting the mics up and getting ready. Uh, Typically, I post those on Tuesdays. Our patrons got some super sweet bonus content this past week. Uh, I haven't heard like any reactions to it from any of our patrons, so maybe I'll have to get a hold of them and ask. That was some some quality content there. Anthony was super into the show notes. He was super excited they were coming up. Yeah. So I don't know if he listened to the us designing uh, Lord of the Rings cards. <laughs> yeah, that's what the super special Patreon bonus was last week was. Us designing Lord of the Rings cards. Yeah, it was high quality. Um, Morrow, hit us yeah. up, because I know you're a patron. <laughs> also, um, like I, I think I had mentioned in Discord that we only covered like a third of my rant because I kind of backed off a little bit. The full rant is published on Patreon. So if you want access to the full rant, it seemed pretty popular last week, you can uh, hop on over and donate to the cause and check out the full rant. Yep. Speaking of Discord, we have a Discord channel. Uh, links in the description links also on social media if you can't find the link get a hold of us some other way and we'll make sure you get a link but come on over join the discord there's rooms for talking about finance stuff um show ideas deck help just general hanging out all sorts of stuff going on in discord so make sure you jump in and we have a youtube channel uh casual tryhard mtg on youtube we've made a whole bunch of content lately yeah the engagement on my draft videos has fallen off. So if there's something else yeah. you guys want me to do, let me know. Mm-hmm. I mean, all I've done like is play other video games and draft a little bit. But if you want me to like play constructed <laughs> or something, or I don't know, record myself playing control, like just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and whatever you guys want to see, just let us know what you want us to, what you want to see us doing, and uh, we'll try and do it for you. It's kind of weird because for like before we had our YouTube channel, we used to get requests for like video content all the time. Yeah, and now, and I'm doing now that we've been doing more with it, like all I hear is crickets. Yeah, like I think the last video I put up, not today, but last week had like three views. Yeah, and I know two of those are Anthony, one <laughs> like starting one on his phone and then one like on yeah. his laptop when he gets home. So like, yeah. I appreciate the I non-Anthony the, viewer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that one person. <laughs> that one person. Thank you, whoever you are. 
I recorded, um, I got some secret layers in the mail. So I opened Ooh. them up on, on my webcam and posted them up. But like, I don't, I don't know what you guys want to see. I should be getting my box of time spiral remastered. Um, this coming week, question mark. So I'll, you know, open that on camera and post that as soon as I can, but let us know what you want to see. Also, if there are like videos that you especially liked, it would mean a lot to us if you'd, you know, share them on social media or even just click a thumbs up or subscribe or whatever, you know, anything, anything you can do to help grow the show is uh, greatly appreciated. Yeah. Spend a little bit of time. I think, was it me and you that had this conversation or we were talking in discord about just like how, how far the show has come? Yeah. Like someone had posted that, like how, like we've been able to like change topics and kind of, you know, we're not just like trying to chase the standard meta game anymore. We're talking about like bigger things, which is nice. People are okay with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So let us know if that's like content that you would rather hear about. I know it's kind of tough for us as more competitive players to get away from like metagame stuff, but that's also not for everybody. And kind of like we alluded to in last week's episode and probably half a dozen episodes now is we've uh, been kind of, I don't want to say pushed out of the game, but it's not the same as it used to be. So I have a hard time engaging as much as I used to, which makes doing metagame content a little bit harder. Yeah. I mean, It'd be different if we had a tournament to prepare for, but like right. the the channel fireball like events that they have for the people that are yeah, what are the uh, premium? Is that the name right. of it or whatever their thing is? Yeah. And then the Star City like events like I just have a hard time being like I'm gonna hop on a Discord, get mm-hmm. my pairings, like it just it just doesn't feel the same. Yeah, so like the, those not things, what I go to a tournament for. Yeah, like the SE, like the SEG satellite event just hasn't like grabbed me to be like mm-hmm. this is something I'm gonna like do and like super care about. Right. So, so kind of on this topic, um, I just wanted to kind of like we just did talk about how the shows, you know, changed a little bit over the years and just make sure, kind of check in with our listeners, make sure that we're on a good path for you guys. Um, it's important to us to like interact with all of you, make sure we're, you know, making content that you guys want to want to listen, want to watch, want to like engage with. So please let us know if, you know, there's something in particular you want us to talk about or want us not to talk about or, you know, whatever, any of the above, you know, ways to get a hold of us, you can do that at. Um, but also I wanted to say that we were kind of talking a little bit in the pre-show about like the country starting to show signs of opening back up some, not everywhere and not all at once. And obviously we want everyone to be safe and, you know, not do anything that's going to jeopardize their health. But if we are going to, you know, start thinking about getting back into stores and events and what have you, we are at some point going to revisit our like learn to play in paper, playing in paper. I'm not sure exactly what we're going to call it, but that seemed to be a really good, um, series that we did series of episodes and I know I do and I'm pretty sure you know we've talked about it and you want to as well um, we want to revisit that series and kind of talk about some of that stuff like when we get closer to getting back in store and that's kind of like a, a win-win I think is if you guys when you get back in store can 
you know, tell people about the show and, you know, share, you know, especially this playing in paper series, maybe help grow your, you know, your local, local game store scene. It will also help us out to, you know, obviously make the show bigger. So I think it's kind of a win-win both ways. And I mean, that's kind of like a whole nother conversation though, is, you know, what's magic going to look like when we get back into stores, people haven't played, you know, paper magic in a year at this point. And I think, everybody's going to have to work a little bit to rebuild the player base, get people out of their holes, you know, talk about metagames, reignite formats. I I don't think it's going to be easy for anybody just to fall back in line. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that it's going to be hard to get people back in the groove. We talked about it on probably a month ago that, you know, magic competes for your leisure time. Mm -hmm. And, it's going to be hard to like get your people, you know, off their PlayStation fives if they have one right. or their Xbox or whatever, like back in the store on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. And so like working to do that and like making it welcoming and yeah. whatnot will be, will be a big part of like kind of magic going forward in yeah. a way that we recognize it. And like what brought us to the game. Right. And, like, I mean, I also think that like a lot of those people, you may have just lost. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure not everybody that you used to go to FNM with, or, you know, Tuesday Modern or whatever, I'm sure not all of those people are still playing Magic. Some portion of them said, you know what? I don't need all this cardboard sitting around. I'm done. It checked out. Yeah. And I mean, just think about like how much money you put into like an average like standard set. Yeah. And that's like probably three or four video games that you can sink a ton of time in mm-hmm. yep so yeah but it's going to be important to build the the communities back because you know like we said before the thing that's like cool about the game is getting to do stuff with people yeah and like it's less fun to just play on arena so i've certainly come to uh come to realize that <laughs> yeah like playing on arena to like prepare for paper feels yeah. like good and a good use of time Right, but just playing on arena, uh, arena to like hit mythic, just feels yeah. less fun, less rewarding. So the ladder just reset, right? It did. Were you double bronze? I am currently double bronze. <laughs> I, was, I didn't make it out of silver. <laughs> I was bronze and constructed, and I think gold and limited because I was diamond yeah. and limited for a while. I almost yeah. hit mythic, but like I'm thirty five drafts in or something. Yeah. Like, I, I hadn't been playing any ladder matches. Whenever I was playing, it was like, you know, the stupid cheesy events like FNM at home, you know, whatever the format is, or Kel- visit Keldheim, whatever the format was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check my in. time in-game had not been on the ladder. Yeah, my the last time I checked in, I was like, oh, what are these festival things? Like, I had, like, not seen one because I hadn't played in, like, a week. Yeah. There have been two, like, big kind of releases that have happened yeah, kind of sort of announcements information whatever the, the the first one is time spiral bastard which as james pointed out he has a box of coming for you to like watch him open yeah that'll um, be fun so what do you think of this set now that the whole thing is out i think i'm more excited for it now than i was when they first announced it like, I didn't think I was going to be interested at all when they said, oh, hey, we're going to redo Time Spiral. 
But yeah. now that I see it, I think it looks sweet. I'm kind of bummed that it's going to be out before we can draft it because it does look like it's going to be a lot of fun to draft. That's what I was going to and... say. It's like it seems really awkward that it's another like draft product. Yeah. In a time where you can't get together and draft. Right. So that just it feels awkward. Yeah. Like there is some value in the actual set. There's some meaningful reprints. But I think most of the value in this set is in like the ancillary slot, which we're going to talk about in a second. But like the actual set, while there are some hits in it, I don't think has like enough value on its own to get people excited about it. It probably doesn't. Like I'm scrolling through it right now. Yeah. And like, I don't know. You'd... Is Damnation the most expensive card in the set? No. Uh, the Sliver. Oh, that's right. That was like a hundred dollar sliver. Yeah, but like the let's say let's say you open. If I told you your pack was going to have a mythic in it, yeah, normally you'd be super hype, right? Like eight of these mythics are trash. Yeah, right. So it's the free spell cycle. So restore balance, ancestral visions, living end, wheel of fate, and hypergenesis. I think wheel of fate was like four or five dollars. And then yeah, I think it still is. And then Crovax, yeah, to Fairy Major Zalfair, and a Chroma Angel of Fury, right? Yeah, so they're like they're all a dollar, right? Yeah, the <laughs> the eight cards that I just mentioned, like the most expensive one is maybe five bucks, and then they but Ancestral Vision was like ten or fifteen bucks, wasn't it? Yeah, is it still? I don't know if it's still that much. Yeah, it might not be. But then there's Damnation, and then Tarmogoyf, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize Damnation was like. 30 or 40 dollars that's like i have a damnation i maybe should not have a damnation i I think it was 40 or 50 i don't know what it's going to be after the reprint but there's basically two mythics that are good so that kind of feels awkward yeah i mean pack the negation is worth more than those eight mythics combined probably yeah it's crazy like i bought my packs of negations and like for like five dollars a piece maybe eight and now they're like absurd like the price of magic cards just seems like almost random. Like yeah, from, lately especially. From like where things were and like, you know, maybe I'm just like, you know, I am an old man now. But like, I don't know if yeah. I'm just doing what my dad did where like he just had price memory from like 1985 <laughs> and it didn't get updated. Right. And it was just like, oh, like breaks are like $10. No, no, they're not. <laughs> no, not anymore. Oh, this is like. Seven dollars? No, it's like twenty-seven dollars, Dad. And yeah. like, I'm the same with magic cards. So the it's like Force of Negation is thirty-five dollars. I'm like, how? <laughs> Who's playing this card? What is going on? And Force so, of Negation is way more than thirty-five dollars, isn't it? Like a hundred? No, uh, no, I'm pretty sure. Not Force of you know, Pact of Negation. Force of Negation. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant yeah. to say Pact of Negation. Force of Negation. Yeah, yeah like that was. We're gonna we're gonna make modern more accessible. limited print run counter spells awesome that every blue deck has to play some number of yay but yeah maybe maybe i'm just in that like frame of reference yeah like this set really strikes me as like okay we are like doing this very much for like draft and we're gonna throw a few cards in here so like people aren't livid Mm -hmm. but Going back to like a lot of stuff, it's like, hey, you're paying like eight to ten dollars a pack for this. 
Yeah, I think they said it was going to be like Modern Horizons prices, so around eight bucks ish. Yeah, and the number of cards you can open that cover that cost yeah. in in the set proper right. is pretty low. Yeah, right. Like in like I always have problems with these kind of sets when it's like a huge when there are the huge swings mm-hmm. where like you're almost guaranteed to not get your value back. And it's yeah. like, well, why do I want to do? Why do I want to open this if I'm not going to get my value back, like yeah. at all? Like you don't get your value back in, you know, sets, like right. when you open packs usually. But like this just seems like particularly egregious. Yeah, at least for the set proper. Yeah. Also, like some of the semi-sketchy like upshifts and rarity. Like, come on, wizards! Yeah. How excited are you going to be to pull a? mythic hypergenesis that's banned everywhere not very i mean so like gemstone caverns that card's really expensive it is really expensive right and so we're gonna upshift it to mythic from rare because it's a money card right because it's it's expensive yeah it's not like gonna ruin the limited environment if it's at rare Mm. like oh man my two of my opponents had gemstone caverns in their in their deck Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Same with Vesuva. Vesuva was Vesuva a rare? It was right. Yeah. So like Vesuva, well, I think that's part of the problem with this set, though, right? Is because Time Spiral didn't have Mythics. It was pre-Mythics. It was. Yeah, because like Tarmogoyf was the first card that referenced Planeswalkers, but there weren't any Planeswalkers. Mm. Yeah. So then the first Planeswalkers were rare. So yeah, there were no Mythics. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, but I mean, there's no way that you, that Damnation, if Damnation was in Kaldheim, it'd be a rare. Right. Kaya's Wrath was a rare. Kaya's Wrath was rare, and then the two white-white, if they have a creature for power for a greater mm-hmm. draw card, that was a rare. Like, Damnation, yep. like, Wraths are rare Yep. for a limited, and Damnation's rare because it's $45 or whatever, or $50. Yep. So, like, it seems like they kind of... There was an uncommon to rare shift that had PK, like, all grumpy as well. Yeah, what was that? Oh, I forget what it was, but he was like, why did you do... Oh, Teleria West. Oh, I guess I didn't even realize Teleria West was an uncommon originally. Yep, Teleria West was an uncommon. Oh. So they bumped it up Hmm. to rare. Yeah. So, like, you have these cards that, you know, they just have bumped up because they're staples. Yeah. As opposed to being like, like, because Teleria West doesn't like impact the limited environment at all. No. So like having it an uncommon would just like make it so Teleria West were like $2 as right. opposed to seven or something. Yeah. What are you, what are you even getting in this limited environment with Teleria West? Uh, another right. land. Yeah. You're getting another land. Yeah. You're paying three mana to get another land. Yeah. Like, Three mana to get your uh, Kerr keep. <laughs> sure. I, gotta I guess a... you can get the packs. You can get the packs, yeah. I mean, your draft has gone real well if you've got packed and you got Teleria West into it. Yeah. Oh. You could also get the free spells, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It just, like, like, but those all got upshifted to Mythic. Right. And like, I guess you could, like, you know, they made the decision that all the free spells would be Mythic. But yeah. like... I don't know. They could have been rares. 
Like, oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what you put it mythic other than them. Like maybe those are fine to be mythic because they're like not great. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems I don't know what should have been the mythics, but some of these like either make them valuable so I feel good, but mm-hmm. then don't like put damnation there just because it is valuable. Right. Right. Like I don't know if they were like ten dollars across the board, and then you're like, hey, I'm gonna make damnation rare so people can play damnation. Yeah. Like that would be fine, but like you know, it's like, hey, we're trying to increase supply. Also, damnation mythic. <laughs> and it's like, well, are you really trying to increase the supply? Or are you just trying to make me not feel bad about buying these packs? Yeah. I think it would be fun to draft, but that's just not something that's going to happen. Right. Any Anytime well, soon. I don't know. Like, the boxes have kind of come up in value a lot, too. Oh, they have? I know our, yeah, our LGS was pre-ordering them at, like, 175 mm-hmm. which, when he started pre-selling them was going right but i've seen them as high as like 230 i think most of them are like 200 225 that i've seen lately and like i said as high as 230 so i don't know i was gonna try and sit on a box or two so that you know like i've done with a lot of the sets you know during this covid time you know if we got some friends together and wanted to play some magic that we had missed out on because of covid we could sit down and draft a box of whatever but for for what the boxes are going for now i don't know if i can afford to sit on many of them yeah no i i agree like i i have a hard time plunking down like a hundred dollars and just being like well i'm not gonna open you i don't have that kind yeah. of patience maybe <laughs> i might not be able to retire we'll find out uh <laughs> Why did you save money? I don't I got that kind of patience. Uh, <laughs> so, like, the set looks good. And they did a good job of, like, trimming out some of the random garbage mechanics. Like, no wizard cycling. <laughs> so, no sliver cycling, right? No sliver Oh, no, we do, have homing, we do have homing sliver. Oh, we do? Yeah, it's there. I see it. Okay. I must have, like, gone right by it. Oh, but, this is going to do weird things to slivers. Why? Well, be- like all of the slivers were expensive. A lot of them were, yeah. Like even the random ones that didn't see play were still a couple bucks. Yeah, I, I bought a bunch of slivers. Yeah, I a, and I this a... is reprinting like almost all of them, I think. Yeah, like gem hide slivers were expensive. Yeah. You know, they're... And they're common now. Yeah. So it's all right. Huh. Right. I wasn't going to get rich off my slivers anyway. Yeah, I, I, well, I didn't even think of that until I was just scrolling through and I saw, like, the page of slivers. Yeah, they basically just were like, we're going to do... Uh, we're going to, like, make slivers an archetype in the limited environment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know why I didn't process homing sliver, because it's different art. Yeah, it's got the new... or the current border, too. Yeah. Instead like I, of the future. I don't know. Like, I think that, especially the cards that have the future site border the future border mm-hmm. i think they're gonna hold their value oh yeah because yep. like i mean when i like bought horizon canopies like mm-hmm. i bought the the, the old border the i'm like yeah i'm yep. like they're not gonna reprint this border i don't think right and this would have been the time... investment yeah this would have been the time they would have printed this border 
Yeah. I mean, they even ditched, like, what was it? Like, something of the three paths, the, the one and a white three one that was the full, oh, like, yeah, yeah, blade yeah. of the uh, blade of the sixth pride. Yeah. It was just like this random common that was full art. Like each color had a random, like full mm-hmm. art textless card. Right. And they were like, nope, you just get regular blade of the six, pl- uh, blade of the six pl- pride. And it's like, no, give me a new full art one. Oh, even mind sensors got downshifted to uncommon. Oh, really? I didn't notice that. Yeah. It, well, and it also looks really strange because it's got the old art, but it's in the new border. Ugh. Yeah, it's bizarre. Do not like. Yeah. Oh, it does have the old art in it. That just looks wrong. It does look wrong, yeah. It's so bad. I remember the first time I saw that card, I traded someone for it. It's like, oh my god, I've never seen a card. Yeah. Like, with this, like, frame before. This is so cool. Yeah, and then they did this. Like, come on. Yeah. The porphyry nodes looks cool though. Yeah, like like but that that's an abomination. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. Yeah. So then we have the old bordered cards. Yeah. And I think every one of these is a hit, right? Mm, sure. Uh, I think everyone sees play in some format. Yeah. I mean, granted, some are better than others, obviously, but... I don't know, like, a Johnny's Pride Mate seems a little rough. Yeah, maybe. Repeal. Like, that was one I was like, who's playing Repeal? Other than LSB yeah. and Cube. <laughs> um, I guess Secret Plans is kind of a letdown, too. Yeah, that one's... That was, uh, I think, Seth was, like, uh, better known as Seth Front Olive was... Uh, <laughs> He's like the modern day Polly Shore in my mind. Hey, buddy. oh yeah, same cadence. Yeah, <laughs> buddy, it's Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive, buddy. Um, right, like he was like, this that's, has got a treat for our older listeners. Yeah, younger people are like, who's Polly Shore? <laughs> yeah, but like the secret plans was just like, why is this here? Yeah, no like, idea. Epic Experiment? Does anyone play that card? Uh, probably not. Yeah, there's a few that are like, like, what? what is this doing here? Like, Lavinia yeah. is only played in Vintage? Yeah. For all those paper Vintage heads out there. <laughs> uh, here's, here's Lavinia. Now you can have an old border one. Like, I know why this one's here, but it just seems so random that we have just Ancient Den. Yeah, we didn't get the rest of them. Just Ancient Den? Yeah, I think Ancient Den... Is played in like the Boros like artifact decks in Popper, right? Okay. So you can play like the one mana two three flyer that you have to like yeah. return an artifact for. Yeah, I mean I see like why they did what they did because they picked Mystic Sanctuary because that sees a ton of play, and they needed a blue land, and they got Bajuka Bog because that sees a ton of play and they needed a black land, and they did Ramunap Ruins. Because they need, it sees some play, and they needed a red land. They didn't make a green one, although I guess bladed woodland has a green mana symbol green on it. One. Yeah, but then like, oh, you know what? What white utility land is there? Uh, well, ancient cr- den. 
<laughs> yeah. That's what we're going to give them is ancient den. Yeah, like, I guess I don't know what the white one would be. Sajiri step. Ooh, yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah. Nope, you get ancient den. Yeah, I don't know if they didn't want to have, like, them from the same set. Because, like, that would have yeah. Bajuka Bog. Oh, that's Jerry true. Step Two from the same, same set. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe they didn't want to do that. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what other white one. Okay, who's playing Leveler? Um, Yeah, nobody, probably. Yeah, that's one that's like, why are you, why are you here? That has to be somebody's pet card at Wizards. Because that was on the foil sheet for Mystery Boosters, too. Yeah. I mean, it could have been, like, like it's, you know, a reasonable amount of inverter of truth. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we're going to try to make the inverter deck work in modern. Yeah. And, or maybe they thought the inverter deck was going to work in modern, and they're like, we'll give them leveler, or give them an old leveler, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You also, like, I, we romanticize the old cards, but the gold border, like, is pretty rough. Oh, really? On some of these. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, some of them looks weird. Like, Feather, I think, looks kind of strange, and Arcades looks kind of strange. Yeah. But, like, that abrupt decay? Whew. I think it really... That is the kinda... sexy abrupt decay. Yeah, I I think it just kind of matters to me what the art is inside yeah. like yeah. in the frame because like some of them they look a little like i think prize amalgam looks cool i think prize amalgam looks awesome especially with a little tombstone on there yeah that's, that's a cool feature i'm so glad they did that yeah the tombstone on that guy the tombstone on yeah. stinkweed imp yeah like yeah so oh i didn't even see Slimefoot. yeah Slimefoot's in there yeah he looks good with an old border too so like like, is this new art on Trigon Predator? Because it looks no. a little off. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's the same art. Yeah, but then some of them is like Rakdos Charm. It's like, what are you doing? Why did you give Rakdos Charm? Because they needed a Rakdos card. I guess. I guess, <laughs> I guess there's like nothing. There's like nothing you could do. Yeah, I don't know. Dreadbore? Terminate? Terminate. Oh, Terminate? Well, I, Terminate already had an old border. And they were... Oh, yeah, that's right. The cards that couldn't have been printed in Old Border already. Um, I don't know. What's his name? Uh, Kroxa. Yeah, they could have done Kroxa. Like, Bloodbraid hmm. is fine. Yeah, that's another one. Like, the art doesn't fit, though. Like, doesn't the art looks the weird with the old gold, gold border, yeah. Yeah. Also, looking at it, they shorted green a card. Did you notice that? And they gave red an extra card. Yeah. I was like, what could they have gotten rid of in red to give green anything? Um, like, Exquisite Firecraft? Is anyone playing that card? Doesn't uh, Legacy Burn play it? Yeah, like Legacy Burn plays like one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Give us uh, Elvish Reclaimer. I thought they did. Not oh, not Elvish Sage. Reclaimer. Reclamation Sage, yeah. Yeah, yeah Elvish us- Reclaimer would have been cool. Yeah. So, or Glistener Elf. Yeah, the yeah Glistener Elf would be good. So the rarity on these is there is no rarity. It's just one a yeah. pack random. Yep. So it's kind of the same way Mystery Boosters worked, where these are all cards on one sheet and you get one in a pack. 
So they're all basically the same rarity. But they kind of, so because there's so many, it works out that they're all roughly the same rarity. It's like a mythic, right? Uh, yes. Yep. Actually, I think they are the same rarity as a mythic. Like the chance of getting any one in particular is the same as getting a specific mythic. Yeah. And so that's going to make the foils of these stupid expensive, probably. Uh, yes. They're supposedly, it's like 1.3 per box. Okay. So yeah. most boxes will have one, some boxes will have two. And there are no, like, collector boosters or anything to, like, drive supply. Right. So yep. this is going to be kind of, like, normal-ish mm -hmm. mythic kind of rarity costs. Because, I mean, part of me wants a hex mage in a sylvan library, or <laughs> not a sylvan library, a sylvan scrying. Sylvan scrying, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Oh, I guess I guess there is an old border Sylvan library, but eh. it's like this, that's the card I could have done, but no. Yeah, I yeah. mean it is super old. Yeah, it's super old. I was just like, but like a hex mage, a Sylvan scrying, like these cards could be in foil could yeah. be uh, useful to me. A thought seize. Mm -hmm. Send your foil thought seizes too. Oh, that uh, thought seize is so pretty. Yeah. The Yogg Moth looks good too. Like that that art really fits the old frame. It does. It does. Yeah. I think that as we said last week, you just run on this problem when like every set has like eight different versions of every card. Mm hmm Like you can never like you can. But you it's really hard to like settle on like this is the best version of this card. Right. Because you're just gonna print like four more versions of that card this year. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, you know, not even a year ago, we were like, Puzzle Piece Thought Seizes, we're done. Oh, yeah. This and will now, be my thought seize forever. And now they're like, yo, you want a fairy going in an elf ear and an old border? And you're like, yes, I do. Old border. You're like, okay. Of course I do. Of course I do, yeah. <laughs> also, why is Thibblethip here in Liliana's Triumph? Yeah, Liliana's Triumph is kind of weird. I'm not sure why that's here. Right, like, there was talk that it was going to replace Diabolic Edict. Yeah. In Legacy, so maybe they thought that it was going to happen, but it didn't yeah. really happen. Right. Well, I mean, there's no... I mean, that might just be because there's no Legacy events. Like, it's strictly yeah. better than Diabolic Edict, right? No, because Diabolic Edict says target player. Uh, so there are... Like, if you have a Bob and you need to get rid of your Bob because it's going to kill you... You could target yourself. You could target yourself. Yeah. But that's, like, super narrow. Yeah. And the usual uses of Liliana's Triumph, which is make me sack my Merit Lage, or, or Diabolic Edict, Liliana's Triumph is just better if, like, you have a Lily. But, right. like, is, like, Lily's not legacy playable anymore. Like, that's not a no. thing you can do. Right. I'm going to play my Liliana, you need to discard a card. Cool. I will okay. play Well, no, 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 there's no more Elking, right? Okay, oh, that's gone. true. That's true. I'm just going to spend three mana, gain three life, draw a card. <laughs> and you, you cast, you made me play part of a dark, uh, uh, a dark ritual towards my 6-6. Uh, six, six. Right. Uh, or you discard the 6-6 six, six and then escape it the next turn. Yeah. Thank you. I wanted that in my graveyard anyway. Yep. Like, you accelerated me a turn. Yeah. Sacrifice your 6-6? Six, six? Cool. I will just do it again. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think that they did a good job with these. Read the bones. Come on, guys. Come 
that must be for Popper, right? It must be. Because I, I told you I was going through that uh, magic manager doing my inventory. Yeah. I just put origins in, and I have foil origins read the bones. Okay. They're like $4, $4 a piece. Okay. So I that's got to be like a popper card. I thought you were going to say they were like $45, unless you'd be like, oh my God, what has gone wrong with the world? But well, I mean, $4 for a, a Origins Common? common? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. The Hex Mage looks pretty good in the old border, too. It does. It does. I'm, I'm surprised that we got to keep that art. Yeah. Right? Like, it feels like that's not the kind of art they do now. Right. So, I'm surprised we got to keep that. I also love, like, when people, like, particularly, like, Seth uh, does the, uh, 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 the the daily spoilers videos. Yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah, there's this cool new art on this member. And, like, it's like, no, that's that's the promo art. And, like, <laughs> oh, the, the, the new art, this new art on Sylvan Scrying looks great in the old border. And it's like, no, that's that's art from, like, literally, like, six years ago that's the yeah. the bfz sylvan scrying art yep just like like how do you not remember <laughs> like the you were here these, you were yeah you played these cards yeah what are we doing did he think the kiki jiki was new art too he did not say that kiki jiki was new art okay. though is this is the this is the comic no this is the original Kamikawa art right i believe so yeah and then the other kiki jiki is just like the giant head yeah. Yeah, this is way better than the giant head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, wait, to, to let you know where white is in the world, okay? <laughs> the first line on Mythic Spoiler of of the card, they have them in co- it, by color. We'll mm-hmm. start in green. Primeval okay. Titan. Awesome. Young Pyromancer. Uh-huh. Yagma Every Delver deck ever, yeah. right? Yeah, Yagmoth Thran Physician. Looks sick. Looks sick. Maybe a little sketch on playability, but true. Well, I don't know. It, like modern hasn't been played at all. Like the, yeah. that Yogmoth deck was starting to get popular right it was, before COVID it was. hit. Then true name nemesis. Legacy staple. Legacy staple. White gets mirror entity. <laughs> and I like, think like elves used to play this as a win con at one point. Yeah. Like I'm. But scro- that was it. I'm scrolling through here. The best white card here is either palace jailer resto angel or uh there was a containment priest path path yeah uh, okay and the lingering souls is cool too yeah but just just like hey let me read off this murderous row of creatures and then right. mirror entity <laughs> like huh interesting yeah. mirror entity Yep. So Kiki Jiki Thoughtseize Treasure Cruise Ethereal Armor. <laughs> yeah. It's just Yeah, we skipped Sylvan Scrying. Sorry, buddy. But yeah, no. it, it's just it's pretty Corsair of Crucifix, Monasterious Whisper, Tassiger the Gold Fang, Ponder, Sigil of the Empty Throne. Like <laughs> it's just like you had like a kid and you were like, which one of these things is not like the other one? Yeah. The, the white, white one, one every like, instant. Every time. Like it's Oh, I think I think we found a row. Ancient Stirrings, Molten Rain, Gary, Repeal, Path to Exile. The okay. white one wins. The white one wins. Um, Barely. 
Barely. Yeah. So it was your podcast this week. Well, we just went across the randomly assigned <laughs> lines on a mythic spoiler. So I think we are. Winners. Yeah, I think we are like excited. There are some cards yeah. that we want, but I also think we're going to be like priced out of some of them. The foils will be expensive. I think you can pick up non. You'll be able to pick up non foils reasonable, especially like fourteen days to like twenty days after release. Yeah. Um, I think the non foils will be pretty reasonable at that point. And if there's anything you're interested in, you should pick them up because price will go up on them. Yeah, because um, there's not. Gonna be yeah, a the ton foils of are going to be expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't foresee them doing this old border thing again in the near future. I, I mean, I hope they do it with every set going because these cards are sick. But no, I don't think they will. Yeah, it seems like it's a, a weird thing for them to do, like, yeah. consistently. Yeah. Right. Like that Bajuka Bog. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Bajuka Bog is good. <laughs> yes. As a guy who plays a land-based combo deck, the Bajuka Bog is a plus in my book. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. That was our Time Spiral Remastered segment. Can't mm-hmm. draft it, but hey, what are you gonna do? Uh, maybe at some point. Maybe at some point. All right. I'll try. I'll try and sit on a box. Yeah, I mean, you gotta eat, man. Like, gotta... yeah. <laughs> so we have the new release on Arena coming up soon. I don't know when. It comes out today. Oh, it comes out today. Well, right. not actual today. Today for our listeners. Today for our it listeners. It comes out Thursday. Okay. And that is Historic Anthology 4. Surprise, here it is. Surprise. And it's 25 cards. And it seems as though, much like the other Historic Anthologies, they just took every one of the cards not currently on Arena, put them Mm -hmm. in a box, and threw them off the building. (laughs) And whichever one's landed face up, were That's the cards we that were in Historic Anthology. So random. So incredibly random. It's so random that in the announcement, they were trying to come up with categories, and they ran out of categories, so they had a category called miscellaneous. They try so hard for white, and they just don't understand the color. <laughs> so they're like, first, we've got some juicy new white cards. And the first card is Triumphant Reckoning. And you might be like, what is that? It's a card from the most recent Commander product. Yeah. And it costs nine, nine mana. Six white, white, white for returnal yeah. artifacts, enchantments, and planeswalker cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. Not creatures. Yeah. Not you creatures. spent nine mana and your creatures are like, what about us? <laughs> nope. Nope. Not, not happening. You. I have no idea. Who is playing this card and when on Arena? We don't have Commander. And, like, are they thinking people are going to be brawling with this? I guess someone will brawl with it. I don't understand. Like, you have Ugin at 8 mana, and this is 9 mana. And this does so much less work than Ugin does. The number of people that have uh, scooped to my all Ugin... Like I only ramp into Ugin deck, very high. <laughs> when you when you like turn four or five, your Ugin. They're like, oh, that was. Uh, I guess I'm done. Um, yep. So yeah, I no idea. Like who's playing this card? 
Then juicy new additions to white, though. Juicy new additions to white. Then yep. declaration in stone. This is not an embarrassing card. It's not. I mean, it. It's not path. And it has the same kind of so deck in stone for people who don't know. One of the white. Its biggest knock is sorcery. Right. Exile target creature card and all other creatures it controller its controller controls with the same name. Mm-hmm. That player investigates for each non-token creature exiled this way. So they get, to get a clue. Right. Yep. So they get like the card back on like an installment plan. They have to pay two mana later to get their card back. Mm-hmm. So like it's sorcery speed and they get the card back. Mm-hmm. So it's a little awkward in that regard. Um, but it's not like permanent based. Like most of White's removal lately has been like on an enchantment. Yeah. It's not like seal away or something like that. It, right. it is just like spell go away. Yep. I think it, it's it's fine. I guess I mm-hmm. don't know. Like there aren't any like mid range white decks that would want this. I guess like in the like aggressive like mono white decks where like they just don't have the time to use the clue. Right. Like this is where this is, you know, where this would shine. Yeah, like any any sort of mid-range deck that has white in it is also going to have black in it. And then like you're probably just going to play Mortify or Mythos or like any of the black removal yeah, spells that any, are leaps and bounds better than this. I mean, Heartless Act. Yeah. Like you're just okay, fine. Yeah, so yeah. that's the problem is like this is only really like a mono white card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like every other color has better removal. Yeah, like I guess it like and if you're playing like blue white control, you don't want them to get the card back. So yeah, like you're gonna like use one of the you know enchantment based removal spells. Mm-hmm. And then the common from the same set that might be <laughs> one of the best white cards printed in the last five years. Thraben Inspector. Right, but is it like 2019 good though? Like, will this card even see play? I don't know. I think people will try to have it see. Well, I think people will play it initially. Yeah. But I don't know if it's good enough when now, like, our one mana cards are like, hey, I'm a one one that you can sack to give to save something else, or yeah. you can sack me to give something protection. Or mm-hmm. if you get to 27 life, I just spit out four fours. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I don't know if Thraven Inspector is, like, good enough. Because, yeah. like, it's only playable in Historic. And, like, the white aggressive deck is a life gain deck. Mm-hmm. And, like, Which this doesn't help. Yeah, this doesn't help it. Like, yeah. there's not like there's a white aggressive deck that needs the staying power of Thraven Inspector. Right. Or like, you know, Toolcraft, like this you played with Toolcraft Exemplar because it gave you an artifact. Mm-hmm. Like, Toolcraft Exemplar is like not playable. And this doesn't right. help that. I tried. Yeah, I think we both tried. It, it, no. All right. And then they're like, hey, you want some graveyard shenanigans? I'm like, yes, I do. That's, that's what I live for is graveyard shenanigans. And they're like, here's Think Twice. Excuse me? One in a blue. Instant. Draw a card. Flashback. Two in a blue. All right. We tried. Spider spawning. 
<laughs> Four and a green. Sorcery. Create a 1-2 green spider creature token for each creature card in your graveyard. Flashback. Six and a green. Six the, and a black. Six and a black. I'm sorry. So yep. this was, or slash is, the only thing to do whenever they go back to Innistrad on Magic Online. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're drafting, uh, like, Innistrad... You draft the spider spawning deck. Yep. Because the deck is great. You just mill yourself, you cast spider spawning, you make a bunch of little creatures, and you win the game. Card has been playable exactly zero times in standard. Or yeah. in constructed. In any format outside of Innistrad Limited. So, I don't know how, like, this competes in a format with Muxus and Thoughtseize. <laughs> like I just it doesn't it doesn't like yo what are you doing I'm gonna cycle a bunch of creatures and then I'm gonna cast <laughs> this five drop and I'm gonna make 12 one twos you're dead you're dead <laughs> oh I guess I'm dead yeah and then adorned pouncer well sure adorned pouncer one of the white I don't, I don't understand Creature, cat. It's a 1-1. It has double strike. Yeah. But for three white-white, you can embalm it and get a 4-4 with double strike. Mm. I tried so hard to make this card mildly playable. Alongside uh, God Pharaoh's Gift? Alongside God Pharaoh's Gift, just as like a grindy thing. Any Mm -hmm. number of ways to make a Doran Pouncer not sad there are no ways to make a dorn pouncer not sad yeah like none so i don't know what we were doing here all right so so far we we think thraben inspector might get played maybe if someone's drunk and the rest of these cards no (laughs) and deck and stone for the same person that's playing a (laughs) mid-range mono white deck yes so then we were like hey Let's make a pun about historic and chill. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Wizards. You know, how they, you know how they did that? They got some old guy like me to like make like a pun that does not work? Yeah. 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 It's like, do you know what Netflix and chill meant, Wizards? Is this what you want people doing with your magic cards? Can we move on? Well, so, we're not allowed to eat them. What else are you going to do with them? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Like, have you ever wanted a bad hedron crab? <laughs> or what's the current one? Uh, ruin crab. Ruin crab. Have you wanted a bad one of those? Can I interest you in an iceberg cancrix? Cancrix. Cancrix? I don't know. Yeah. So, first of all. The mill crab from Modern Horizons, right? Yes. It's one in the blue. It is two not, mana. Not just the blue, one in the blue. Right. Yeah, but it's it's a snow. It's, it's a snow s- crab. It's a snow crab. And whenever another snow permit enters the battlefield under your control, you may have target player mill two cards. Not three cards. Not three cards. Two cards. Now right. it's snow permanent, oh. but yeah, and and it's target player. Like ruin crab doesn't mill yourself. Yeah, but it just feels bad, man. Yeah. And then are we were... going to try and make this next card work? I mean, I have to. Like, aren't I contractually obligated? <laughs> I, I, I want to try and make this next card work. I don't know if I can or not, but... So what is this card? 
Merit Lage's Slumber yes. is one in a blue for a legendary snow enchantment. And it says whenever Merit Lage's Slumber or another snow permanent enters the battlefield under your control, you scry one. And at the beginning of your upkeep, if you have 10 or more snow permanents, you sacrifice it and make mom. One 2020 black avatar creature token with flying and indestructible. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mama. Mama's coming home. So you need Merit Lady Slumber plus nine other perms. Right. So some lands, random stuff from Keldheim. Mm-hmm. It feels too slow for Historic. I haven't played Historic in a bit, but Historic just feels like you're trying to, like, you know, gear up for, like, You've like got to make sure that you can handle aggression, mm-hmm. and like I don't know, like this card just seems like not what you want. Like not enough bang for your buck for two mana. Yeah, maybe. Like if you're blue, like don't you just play like uh, search for us, Kanta? Like now, granted, this like gives you a twenty twenty to win the game, right? But search for us, Kanta gives you like forty five cards when it flips, so it's like. Mm... But I, don't no. know. I was trying to think of like what you could do to turbo it out. Like if you were in like a like a Simic Jorn yeah. deck. I was gonna say, do you like you know, grow spiral, cultivate, like yeah. migrations path, and you just play a bunch of snow basics? Maybe. And like you are you're like ramping into like Ugin, and then like you just had the backup plan of like, oh, here's my merit religious slumber. Make it twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It seems weird. You know, at least like of all the cards they could have picked from Modern Horizons, <laughs> at least they didn't pick like something that just like totally decimated the format. Renin Six? Pashalic Bonds? Oh my god, yeah. Like, hey, you thought Goblins was stupid before. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Or uh, the black one? Yeah. Slung Gang Commander? Yep. Yeah, still getting lieutenant. Lieutenant, yeah. All right, so, all right, so, like, we could maybe get behind these random snow shenanigans, maybe. Maybe. All right, sword of body in mind, mm-hmm. which is the best sword in limited, but... It's the worst sword of the cycle, though, right? Is it? It might be. What one's worse? The blue-white one? From Modern Horizons? Well, yeah. I mean, that's not really that like, doesn't count. the cycle, though. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say either of the Modern Horizons ones count. So body and mind. So this one gives you pro blue and green, mm-hmm. plus two, plus two. And then when you deal damage to a player, you get to make a 2-2 and they mill 10. Yeah. So it's yeah. Build your own Ulamog. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, it's still a sword. It's still a sword. But, like, we've talked about before, like, the swords don't get played. Like, the right. swords only get played in, like, Stoneforge decks. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's one because you're like, well, I don't have to draw it. I can just get it with my Stoneforge if, like, right. Sword of Fire and Ice, if they're blue and red, I just get Sophie and I win. Right. And then they were like, would you like Goblin Gaveler? Yeah, Gav- Gavalier. Gavalier. Would you like a trample 1-1 one, one that gets plus 2, plus 0 for each equipment attached to it? Oh, you could put the sword on it, and it would be a 5-3. It would, with trample. Yeah. 
with trample. You can also put a Colossus Hammer on it. You can. Because it's a warrior. For 10 mana. No. You have the plus two, plus two, and equip something like oh, a warrior. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a warrior. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then Bone Splitter. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus zero. Oh. <laughs> For equipped cost of one, and it costs one. One. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I guess it's efficient. I guess. But, like, Historic is not a place that you can be, like, Hey, one. Turn two off and uh, <laughs> yeah. play this and suit something up. I guess I'm going to play my uh, my Goblin Gavalier, Gavalier and I'm going to make it a 5-1 on turn two. <laughs> trample. And trample. And we're going to get in there. What could possibly go wrong? Block. No! <laughs> Block with a, uh, a, what's his name? The 1-1 one, one first striker. <laughs> yeah. A door champion. I was gonna say, fervent champion. Fervent champion, like adorned pouncer. No, I found out adorned pouncer's good. <laughs> I'm um, so weak to adorned pouncer. Now, here's some discard enablers. Apparently, like I, I don't, I, I don't know how they got this. We'll talk about these three cards real quick, and then I, I want to kind of go off on a tangent. Okay. So we have torment of scarabs. Yes. Three and a black for uh, enchantment curse. You enchant the player. During that player's upkeep, they lose three life, sacrifice a permanent, or discard a card. Okay. And then we have Flame Blade Adept, one mana for a one-two menace. Whenever you cycle or discard a card, it gets plus one, plus O till end of turn. And Faith of the Devoted, two and a black for an enchantment. Whenever you cycle or discard a card, you can pay one. If you do, you drain for two. I mean, they're fine-ish cards. They're not completely unplayable, right? Mm, I was going to say, Faith of the Devoted didn't you see play in Standard at all. Or very um, little. It might have yeah, been a I, sideboard I played it card. in the sideboard, yeah. Right, because against like Control, you could stick it and then just like slowly kill them. Yeah. Flame Blade Adept like, had its moment in the sun for a Hollow Blade. Yeah. It's or a, not a Hollow Blade, a Hollow One. Hollow One, yep. And I guess Torment of Scarabs is, I guess, like a Brawl card? I played that in the sideboard also. Okay. It, I mean, none of them saw like a ton of play, but they all saw a little bit of play. Yeah. So what is your tangent? So all of these three cards. And uh, I know three of the cards that we've already talked about were from sets that we've had remastered sets on Arena for. Yeah, so Adorn Pouncer and then these three nerds. What's the other one? Oh, I guess Thraben Inspector and Deck and Stone don't exactly count, but no. But like, so we're supposed to be working towards Pioneer on Arena, right? Ideally, we're getting Pioneer remastered. Is coming out this year. Yes. The whole point of these historic anthologies is to like solidify historic as its own format. That's not Pioneer. It's not standard. Yes. So why are we getting Pioneer cards? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you can also ask, why weren't they just in the remaster? Yeah, that's exactly, that was kind of my point. Is like, why, if they really wanted us to have Torment of Scarabs, Flameblade Adept, and Faith of Devoted, like those all work towards the same archetype for Limited in Amonkhet Remastered. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. 
I said, it just feels like these are like random. Yeah. And then like, there's two more that we haven't talked about yet. Inspiring statuary and I'm eternal. Like these cards could have very easily just been in the remastered sets. There's no like restriction on how big a remastered set can be. Yeah. You can just do whatever you want. Yeah. If you wanted these in the format, why didn't you just put them in the format? Part of me feels like they were like, we're going to do historic anthologies we have six cards we want to put in to historic. Uh-huh. Well, we can't just sell six cards for historic. We want to charge 20 bucks. What are 19 other cards we can put in? And it might have been that they were like, oh, we decided there wouldn't be like a cycling archetype in uh, Pioneer Masters or whatever it's called, right? Yeah. So we, need, we want to put in Flameblade Adept and Faith of the Devoted for pioneer so i'll just throw Mm -hmm. those in right like i feel like a lot of these are just like throw-ins yeah that have no rhyme nor reason Mm -hmm. and it just feels like they're just trying to pad the the number of cards that are in the set yeah maybe because like they could just put powerful things in the set and let historic like shake up and change yeah but instead they're like no thank you (laughs) we're just going to like throw random stuff in here yeah and it might not be the best gameplay especially with like marvel but marvel's not good enough like you could put emrakul uh the promised end Mm -hmm. right you could play like put three mana liliana the Mm -hmm. uh last hope Right. right like you could put like real cards that might shake up the format i was trying to think of a good you could put gideon ally of zendikar yeah right i know that's those are like all tracker those are all like pioneer legal cards Mm -hmm. i'm trying to like like you could put delver of secrets in and like make the blue red spells deck oh yeah like like a prowessy deck like where you're playing soul scar mage monastery swiss spear and delver yeah with um what's he called sprite dragon like that's a deck Mm -hmm. That would yeah, be an interesting absolutely. deck. We know that Gristle Gristle Dad is on the in the client, mm-hmm. right? Like, cool. Let's make a Gristle Brand Unburial Rights deck. Mm-hmm. Cool. Go nuts. Yeah, you can do that. Go nuts. Do that. Like, you know, do some stuff that's like interesting and that might shake up the format because right now it seems like we're just gonna be like goblins getting goblins and you know green black x mid-range decks mm-hmm. right it doesn't address the problem that like thought sees is the best card in the format by like a mile nothing that they're adding is like combating that you have you do have the issue of like can't put gristle bread in the format because it goes in the thought sees decks right? right you just change your thought sees deck yeah to like try to turbo gristle brand mm-hmm. but like you know Tireless Tracker could perhaps like spawn some sort of land folly other archetype. Mm-hmm. Or I'm trying to think of like older cards that could maybe see some play. Like even something dumb like like in like Tarmogwyf does fit with like, you know, Thought Seas, but like Tarmogwyf. Yeah. Put Tarmogwyf in. Mm-hmm. Right? Like really like put in some interesting cards. Bloodbraid Elf. <laughs> Just let James build Jund in a format it might not be awful in. 
Um, <laughs> it'd probably still be awful. It probably might. It might still be awful. But like, it just seems like they're they're shardless. They're, like shardless probably wouldn't break anything. Yeah, like shardless. Like you know, just so I would. Like I can't think of any good white cards uh, to like have them put in. <laughs> um, but Mom. Just, yeah, like yeah, or g- giver of runes. Right, sure. like we have a one mana protection thing already, right? We have uh, the Elsid. Right. Just do like Giver of Runes. Mm-hmm. Right, so that takes the Elsid slot in the like white enchantment or black white enchantment decks. Yeah. Right, that would be something different. What about uh, Academy Rector? Oh, that'd be interesting. Or Arena Rector? Yeah. Sure. Arena Rector might be too busted, but yeah. You know, one of those. Like just something to, something different to do something different, because like yeah. I don't think these are gonna like really shake up. And we might be looking at it from the wrong perspective. Like maybe for like more casual players, like these cards move the needle. Maybe, but like, you know, I mean, some... there probably is something cool to do with like inspiring statuary. Oh, absolutely! Like. But they didn't Do you get... think it slots into that Song of Creation deck at all? It could. We don't have Paradoxical. Uh, we don't have Paradoxical Welcome, do we? Did we get that? Uh, in yeah, I think Kalush? we did. Like, I think we did. That's then. That's a deck. Yeah. Like that was one of the things I wanted. Like I want to be able to like outcome people. Mm-hmm. Like Song of Creation, and then have the man to like outcome pick up a bunch of zeros. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you just win the game. Yeah, yeah. I think we got outcome in Kaladesh Remastered, didn't we? I think I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure we did. It just doesn't seem like they're really moving the needle on yeah. like what the good decks are in the format. Yeah. So, like cards that I think like might move the needle for like more you know casual players are like the elf cards that we have next. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I have a hard time like. These cards, like, I don't want to just, like, spend an hour, like, getting my teeth kicked in so right. I can, like, do my neat thing on Arena mm-hmm. one time. I agree. Yep. Like, well, I better hurry up and clip this because no one's going to believe me this happened. <laughs> right? So they gave us uh, Lissalana Huntmaster. So. Yeah. It's uh, two green green for mm-hmm. a three three. And whenever you cast an elf spell, you make a one one elf warrior token. I have a question. So, yeah, sure. Why would I ever play this when they printed the two-mana version in this set? I was just going to say that. The two-mana version, like, the trigger's worse because it only happens once per... True. True. But it's also two-mana instead of four. Yes. And on turn, like, when you hit four-mana, you want to be companying, not... Playing your 3-3 th- three, three for four? Right. Then and also, to... this, this is on cast, so, like, company doesn't trigger it but it does the two mana one. Yeah. So, I mean, there are pros and cons, but taking yeah. two mana off and only taking off one power and one toughness, mm-hmm. probably just going to put the two mana one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we yeah, have... Yeah, this, this does not make the cut, for no. sure. And then we have Abomination of Land of War, which... Yeah, it, from Commander Legends. Yeah, that just came out. Yeah. So one green uh, black mm-hmm. for an elf horror. Elf horror. Menace and vigilance. Mm-hmm. 
Abomination of Landlord's power and toughness is equal to the number of elves you control plus the number of elf cards in your graveyard. Sure. sure. Does not make the cut. Should have been Shaman of the Pack. Shaman of the Pack, like, easy. Yeah, again, I mean, that makes elves a deck. Like, elves isn't a deck right now because it can compete with goblins. Yeah. Shaman of the Pack makes it so you can compete with goblins. But then it goes back to, like, then this is just Pioneer. But, like... True. You you can't, like, put these... Like, these cards that don't move the needle. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, Abomination of Llanowar is, like, a cool... It's like a fun commander card, though. So, I like, I understand why they brought it. Like, they put it in here for Historic Brawl. I guess so. It is a legendary creature, so you could play, like, green, black yeah, elves. Yeah, it's just, like, elf Bali. Yeah. I mean, again, like, have we gotten to the point where we can play Historic Brawl without, like, having to use the god-awful direct challenge system? Uh, no. Okay. So, <laughs> this is great for Historic Brawl. So what do I need to do? Okay, well, you need to get the nuclear codes from one of your friends <laughs> and then enter them and hope that they are online. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so we have Inspiring Statuary. Mm-hmm. Card is, I think I still have a stack of them. Card should be busted. Card kind of is busted. Yeah. Uh, three mana, non-artifact spells you have have Improvise. Which is kind of the same thing as Convoke. Yeah, you can't play colored mana symbols for it. Right. And this makes Inspiring Statuary a mana rock. Just by itself, it's a three-mana mana rock for all your non-artifact spells. Mm-hmm. So, with Paradox Engine... Not Paradox Engine. Uh, Paradox, Paradox outcome. outcome. Right. You, you just get a bunch of artifacts. You tap them. You cast Outcome. You pick them all up. You play a bunch cast of, like... Again. Yeah, you play a bunch of things and cast them again and, you know, get tokens with Psy or... You know, a bunch build, of cards. Yeah, build up storm, quote unquote, mm-hmm. for like Ether Flux Reservoir. Right. Like, and cause like that deck's kind of like in historic now. Mm-hmm. Right. In the uh long tradition of two mana mana rocks that are in <laughs> uh historic, sure. we have Cold Steel Heart. Hey, it's a snow artifact. It counts for mom. It does, it does. So it enters tapped. Mm-hmm. And uh, you choose a color and when it comes into play and you add one mana of the chosen color. Yeah, so it just it just comes into play tapped mana rock. Yeah. Seems I, not great. I mean, since it doesn't make colorless mana, it does kind of hurt it for the, like, mana rock decks. Like, the yeah. decks that want to have, like, a bunch of colorless sources for, uh, like, Forsaken Monument. Yeah. But I definitely think like it it ends up seeing play mm-hmm. because um, right like in all the historic brawl decks, everyone's gonna play this as their two as another two mana mana rock. Yeah, just alongside arcane signet, like arcane signet, uh, mind stone, and guardian mm-hmm. idol. Yeah, right. This is the fourth two mana mana rock. Yeah, so like it's gonna see play there. I think that's what is kind of the identity of historic is the fact that it has the two mana mana rocks. Okay. Right. Like that's, what's going to separate it from pioneer. Oh, I gotcha. Is you have the two mana mana rocks and that's not something that they've like printed in magic in a long time. Like mind stone was in a core set a long time ago. 
and that might be the last one. Probably. Yeah, so I feel like the two mana mana rocks is what uh, Historic's identity is going to be. Like, this is how we differentiate them. Hmm. And also, like, I think Cold Steel Heart just goes into the um, uh, Paradox Engine deck. Right, yeah. like you, it lets. Oh, you, it definitely does. Yeah, it lets you like fix for your um, what's his name, your cannon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you can keep like forest, forest, cold steel heart, right. and then still get to cast your cannon on three. Yep. So, like I think it it, it has some, uh, it has some applications there. Mm-hmm. And, this next one's a little weird, right? Blink moth nexus. Yeah, like it's so random. It's a land, taps for a colorless. You can pay one to turn it into a one Blink Moth creature with flying. And you can pay one and tap it to give another Blink Moth plus one, or a Blink Moth, not doesn't have to be another, uh, plus one, plus one till end of turn. And what I think is kind of weird is we've gotten a ton of like colorless man lands lately. Yeah. Because we got Crawling Barons. We got... Frost Haven or whatever. Yeah, Frost Haven. And there was Mobilized Mobile Garrison. Mo- yeah, that's it. Mobilized District from War also. So now we got four colorless man lands. Like, did we need that many? I mean, probably not. I yeah, can't. Like, this, this is an Ink Moth. It's not like Blink Moth hasn't really seen play. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where it's going. Like, other than again, my colorless historic brawl deck. <laughs> then needed another colorless land. Yeah, because like I think for uh, I think Frosthaven, uh, I think I cut Animal Sanctuary for it. Yeah, that did nothing but tap for a colorless mana. You can't activate Frosthaven though, can you? Replicating ring. If it gets eight tokens, oh, if I get eight counters, <laughs> I can can activate my Frosthaven. And I guess if you're going to put Cold Steel Heart in there, that also makes snow. Yeah, there we go. We've, we've got it figured out. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I would much rather, like, have waste. Yeah. Right? Like, give give us waste. And then we have Amon Eternal, which will see zero play. Yeah, saw zero play. We'll continue to see zero play. I wanted to Which is a play. shame, because I kind of liked that card. So, it's uh, for people that aren't paper boomers. Three yeah, and a black for a 5-5. Five, five. For Sounds a pretty good. zombie crocodile demon, mm-hmm. it has afflict three. So if it gets blocked, it deals three damage to the blocking player. Yes. Yep. And then whenever your opponent casts a spell, it gets a negwin negwin counter. Mm-hmm. But if it deals combat damage to a player, you remove all the negwin negwin counters from it. So it resets itself. Yes. So they have set up the. the your opponent doesn't want to block it because mm. they take three from the afflict. Right. Right. But they do want to block it because they don't want all the negwin negwin counters they put on it to go away. Right. So it's and like, it's probably like on like on turn three or four when this thing's, you know, crashing in, it's probably gonna eat whatever blocks it anyway. Yeah. So But I mean imagine like you're on the draw. And you have an ominous turn on your hand, and you're like, I'm feeling good. And your, per- and your opponent goes, turn one, pay a green for the adventure to play the 1-1. The mm-hmm. And then I'm going to have a Love Struck Beast in my adventure zone. 
<laughs> and then they play a love struck beast and you're just like oh i can't play my amada turtle <laughs> because they're gonna cat i cast a spell make it a four four and then yeah i just can't ever attack into their five five it's gonna shrink into nothing by the time yeah attacks are decent yeah it just seems awful what was that black enchantment that it was like Liliana something or other that cared about having different demons in play. Uh, was it Liliana, Liliana's contract? Maybe, because I mean this is a cheap demon. Yeah, and we I have a couple of cheap demons now. I don't know if that's in uh, Arena or not. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. And then we have this other green white card that I have no idea why it's here. What is this? I thing? don't know. Uh, Hasma Guardian of Arashian. I think this was for some reason. Hmm? It's a four green white for a five five legendary elephant. Um, it costs one less to cast for each creature you control the plus one plus one counter on it. And creature spells you cast cost one less to cast for each creature you control the plus one plus one counter on it. Cool. So not only does it care about you making your creatures wide, but you or tall, but you also have to be wide with them. I mean, I guess there's the stuff from the core set, core, like yeah, core Osprey Cat, and like yeah. there's the 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 his blessing or whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever it is that puts plus one plus one counters on things. This again seems like a historic brawl kind of commander. Yeah, for a format that is not supported, maybe they're gonna come out and be like, "Hey, we're gonna support historic brawl now." Okay. But they just seem weird. Sure. And then the miscellaneous cards. Dun, 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 <laughs> the dun. miscellaneous cards. So weird and random. Sawtusk Demolisher. Six mana, six, six. That cares about mutating. Mutates for three and a green. And whenever it mutates, you destroy target non-creature permanent. And its controller makes a three, three green beast. So this is, is it Trestodon? Uh, yeah, Terastodon or kind of like a Beast Within. Yeah. Kind of. But on Mutate. Yeah. Like, what was this in? I have no idea. It has, like, Mutate. Like, it feels like it should be some Ikoria thing, but I never heard of it. I, I don't remember this card at all. It had to be, like, some Commander product. Yeah, because, like, the set symbol's weird. Like, I don't know what it's from. Yeah, I, no idea. Um, so wildly unplayable, wildly unplayable. Excellent, good yep. job, guys. Um, yep. Then perhaps the cutest card. <laughs> yeah, uh, harmless offering <laughs> from Eldritch Moon. Two and a red to donate something. Yeah. So this is a card. This is what I when I saw this is what I, when I said the. I don't want to spend an hour just getting annihilated. So I <laughs> to can do like, this one thing to do this one thing because you have to spend an hour getting annihilated right. before you do it. Or you do it like the very first game you feel like a genius. And then for the next hour, it never happens again. And you're just like, yeah, Oh my gosh, crushed. what have I done? Right. Yeah. Or you just like keep dying to the thing that you're like, okay, I'm going to play my thing. And before it kills me, I'm going to be fine. And then you're never fine. Yeah. That's Liliana's contract. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Not the one, not the demon one. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
was it Liliana's Pact? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. But, like, I don't know what the thing is in... Because you're donating. not exchanging... Yeah, you're not exchanging control. You're just right. giving them something. You're just giving them something. So, like, what is the thing that, like, is bad that you're we'll going to you. give to your opponent? I and don't I know what that is. Top of my head. Right. And then this last card. <laughs> it's a uh, collected conjuring. It's uh, collected company, but for sorceries and instance. That is an insult to collected company, but continue. It's a uh, two blue red. Okay. For a sorcery. That's a big a sorcery. difference. That's a big difference. Yeah. Uh, exile a top six cards of your library. You can cast two. Oh no, it's not even instants. It's just sorceries. Yeah. What? <laughs> you can cast two sorcery spells with mana value, three or less from among them without paying their mana costs. And then put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Yeah. I I mean, it like triggers Arclight Phoenix by itself. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. We did it. It goes great in your Delver of Secrets deck you were just talking about. <laughs> sure. Oh man, I, mean, I hit, you're, you I already hit. want the sorcery on top. <laughs> you do, but you can't cast this before you draw the sorcery on top. Oh man. Or it's just just the sorcery on top. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I got a sorcery on top. I'll reveal it. Everyone will know I won't cast it. It's fine. Certainly not going to cast it at instant speed. Yeah, I, I don't understand. It was like when they made Collected Company, they were like, okay, we went too far. <laughs> and they're like, dial this back. Yeah, now let's let's in a set that has Hogak, Urza, Arkham's Astrolabe. Yeah. Any number of other ridiculous Red, Red things. Red and Six. Let's turn back this Collected Conjuring. <laughs> It's too much. Too too good. Let's make it two colors and a sorcery and it can't hit instance. It'll still be good. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. So I don't see this one seeing any play either. No, I don't think so. Now, they like pulled the uh, classic like Steve Jobs from like the Apple yeah. things. And they're like, they're like doing the like, oh, hey. We're done. And then like, oh, hey, one more thing. Just one more. Just one more. We forgot. Death Shadow. Yeah, Death Shadow. Like, leaps and bounds better than every card we've talked about thus far. Like, orders of magnitude better. Like, not even close. Yeah, not even close. What is the best card in Historic? Thoughtseize. What is cool. the second best card in Historic? <laughs> Muxus or Death Shadow at this point? It might just yeah. be Death Shadow. It probably is. So, to to recap, the two best cards probably in the format are black. And cost one mana. And you also have Blood Chief's Thirst and Fatal Push. This is true. And you have the, we just talked about it, Scourge of the Skyclaves, the new new Death Death Shadow. Shadow. Like, did I just build a deck? 
I like, think what? so. I, I don't understand. We'll find out on March 11th. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, it just... It seems like they were like, we should put Death Shadow in. And maybe people can do some goofy stuff with Inspiring Statuary. And we mm-hmm. have some snow stuff, so let's throw in Cold Steel Heart. And then... Do you got any other ideas for cards we should put in? Well, nah. You know why they did this, though, right? It says it in the announcement here. Oh, I, I did not read the announcement. It says, Historic Anthology 4 releases for MTG Arena on March 11th. If you want to see these cards in action, be sure to tune in Kaldheim Championship broadcasting live on twitch.tv slash magic March 26th to 28th as the best magic players in the world compete with the updated historic format. <laughs> Who are the best magic players in the world? Play Thought Seize in another Black One Drop. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> What's this? Oh, man, you know what I want to see? I want to see Martin Yuza cast Triumph of Reckoning. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. Gabriel Deceif is like, I got this. <laughs> going to return all my artifacts to the battlefield. Nine mana return a golden egg. Let's go. <laughs> like the oh, only... That's actually pretty good with uh, Doom Foretold. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Just put them all back. Like, literally the only thing it's good with, but... Well, you get to, like, semi-infinite mana with that blue-green paradoxical engine deck. Yeah. Right? And then you just take all your random mana rocks and stuff that you've put in your graveyard. Put them back in play. And you just put them all back in play. Yeah. It still seems worse than just tapping your emery. (laughs) <laughs> but but you got to do you got to play for a mana yeah a single mana right but then you don't get to spend nine mana you don't so this is all just to like just for the like historic for the Keldheim championships yeah i don't know man like there there are th- maybe like th- three cards that will get see play in like a high level tournament, right? Death Shadow. Mm-hmm. There's a chance that someone could like try to statuary people. Yep. Scrolling, 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 <laughs> scrolling. And I guess there's a chance for Thraben Inspector or Deccan Stone. Yeah. So four, like four cards. Like none of these other cards see any. Like we'll see any play. Oh, I'm going to make a Merit Lage Slumber Sea play. I mean, break the format, man. Go for it. But well, I, I didn't say I was going to break the format, but I'm going to make it see play. <laughs> you will spend wild cards on it and you will put it in a deck. That is true. I will play it. I I am I am there with you, but I Yeah. Dear listeners, under no circumstances should you click the buy this historic anthologies button oh no you should not you should get four death shadows and one cold steel heart exactly one for your brawl decks yep and uh four merit legion slumbers no uh uh, (laughs) 
Only no, I'm going to do that. You don't have to. I'm going to do it so you don't have to. Only after James breaks it do you have to get the four religious slumbers. Hey, I never um, said I was going to break it. I said I was going to play it. Dude, I need clicks. Going to break it. <laughs> I'm going to break it. Got it. There we and go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to record it for everybody. And then I'm going to put it behind the Patreon paywall. That's right. Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. Do you want to hit Mythic in two hours? <laughs> Join our Patreon. Uh <laughs> but like they could really like shake up the format and like push things mm-hmm. and right and like you could even you know like i don't feel like they even like seeded any archetypes right? i don't think so either like you could you could go back and pick cards that are powerful but don't see modern play you know those cards that kind of like make up like tier two archetypes yeah put some of those like in slippery boggle yeah like yeah you could slippery boggle you could like play you know um boggles like you know uh you know hexproof auras you... or swans <laughs> or swans <laughs> no please god no All right um <laughs> but no there's like any number of things that you could be like okay I don't want to just put like cryptic command and path to exile and just make right. this like modern light. Yeah. But you could, you know, do stuff that's like more interesting than cards that won't see play. Mm-hmm. Again, like, is there, there is, we have, like, you can put Heritage Druid. Like, you could make elves good. Ooh, Heritage Druid might be too good. It might be. Muxus is too good. That didn't stop that. That's true. Yeah, but like I think you could do Shaman of the Pack, though, and not make elves too good. I guess my thought was to try to avoid Pioneer cards as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Right, like you like pick older cards. Um, yeah. Right, like you could pick some Merfolk Lords. Mm-hmm. And like make Merfolk, Merfolk like Legery. a... Yeah, Mara Rejoy, Mara, Mara Rejoy and like one of the other two mana lords. Yeah. And then you can make like blue green merfolk a deck in historic. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like you've done something there. Yeah. But, you know, Amid Eternal doesn't do anything. Right. Collected so, Conjuring doesn't do anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I would like them I would like to see them be like, "Okay, what are some cards that are interesting?" that just don't see play in modern right let's let's bring those cards in and like as they kind of like like kind of print these semi random cards like i find it harder and harder to like justify the like we can't put x format like on arena yeah right like you can't tell me that if you have like i'm gonna turn all cold steel heart collected conjuring Abomination of Land of War that, like, I don't know, Bayou is too hard. <laughs> or Force yeah. of Will is too hard. Right. Right? Like, I know that, you know, it's just too many cards all at once or whatever. But, like, there's no reason that they can't put, you know, Swans, right? Or some other, like, esoteric rules card on there. Like, if you want to be like, you know what? You don't get change the Mesosopheles, fine. Cool. No one's going to care. <laughs> right? 
But, yeah, like, it just seems like they're not doing anything here to change the format. Yeah. And if their whole thing was, let's make the format super new for this, like, tournament, this is kind of like... it's yeah, the opposite. whatever this tournament is. Yeah. But remember, like... Okay, paper boomer time for everyone. Um, Competitive diversity? Yeah, so, right, every... For, like, four or five years, maybe longer, mm-hmm. there was one modern pro tour every year, and it right. was always in January slash February. Mm-hmm. Right? And there was always a ban announcement in January tied to the new set. Right. And it just so happened that they always seemed to ban one modern deck out of existence. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yo, birthing pod's too good because we can't print. Like, how, how, like, you Stops know. Stops us from printing creatures. Yeah, printing good creatures because we have Siege Rhino. And it's like, well, yeah. And could you imagine if there's birthing pod now with the ridiculous creatures we get? Oh, my uh, God. Um, But. You have, um, but they banned Birthing Pod one year. Then they banned mm-hmm. Twin, like the following mm-hmm. year or something. Yeah. Right. And then they like I, the the rebanning of Gogori Grave Troll might have been after the the Modern Pro Tour, or but bef- yeah. after those were were a thing. But like they just like shook up Modern because they were like, well, people aren't gonna find Modern interesting because it's the same like, you know, ten decks everyone plays. Mm-hmm. Right, I it's, miss that modern though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it it seems it seems like that's what they're doing here. It's like, well, the metagame in historic has been goblins, salty piles, which we can't yeah. salty pile anymore. Red black pyromancer or like red black like thought seizy decks, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I guess. Blue white. I played a lot of blue white lately. Blue white, and I guess there was the Auras deck. Mm-hmm. Um, so hey, let's change it up, and then they're like triumphant beckoning, <laughs> and it's like, no, you didn't do the thing you want to do. Like, make ten cards. Like, put fifteen cards in this twenty-four cards that are like archetypes. Yeah, that are like gonna like build an archetype that's like tier two. Or that's going to, like, make people really think. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. There's just so many cards that, like, don't make you even look at them and go, like, huh, what can I do with Bone Splitter? Not buy it. Excellent. (laughs) That's what I can do with Bone Splitter. I can have to scroll by it when I'm looking for playable cards. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, like, I'm all for if they want to, like, try to blow up the metagame. Mm-hmm. with these historic anthologies but do it yeah i mean if they wanted to make equipment an archetype how come like they should have put a fixed stoneforge in here what was that card to heck with even fixed stoneforge put stone just forge put stoneforge in, in. like yeah, what's that's the, true i mean what's, what's the best equipment you can get colossal hammer embercleave embercleave okay fine cool yeah. like that makes like then you get to play like red, white, like. Oh, the mall's hammer. pretty good too. Mall, mall. Skyclave. Yeah, but yeah. like you play like red, white, like Hammercleave. Hammer time. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, cool. I'm going to go get my Stoneforge. My Stoneforge mm-hmm. can get my hammer. 
and I hope to be able to equip this thing. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like that makes a deck. That's yeah. like that would be something that people would be excited to watch. Mm-hmm. But bone splitter yeah, and like a re- reasonably fragile deck too. So it's not like it's not going to like take over the meta game. But you have Stoneforge, yeah. and you can't say, well, it would stop us from printing good equipment in standard. You've done that yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, nobody's stopping you. That's self-imposed. Yeah, you were like, huh. GTA was really good. Let's spend the next decade not printing a playable equipment <laughs> to make up for GTA. And then you were like, oh, we'll print Embercleave. That's a playable equipment. It's like, it's a playable equipment, but it's also just like instant speed win the game. So it's really fun right. equipment. Like, it's not I an don't... equipment. It's a combat trick. Yeah, it's a combat trick that deals 22. Um, I don't. <laughs> so, right? Like, I don't know. Like, it just seems like they, they focused on the wrong thing. Yeah. Right, I would like Stoneforge makes red white because I've tried to play like red white or like red blue hammer time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just not enough ways to get your hammer. Yeah, and then you just like look like a dope playing a bunch of like one ones, right. and like uh, I think the deck had like a bunch of like unblockable like bad merfolk. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah, like Slitherblade, Slitherblade, and. Uh, the thing that, like, whenever you play a merfolk, it gets plus one, plus one, and unblockable. Yeah. Right? Like, that's great when it's a 12-12. It's mm-hmm. awful when it's a 2-2. <laughs> right? Like, that would be good. Like, worm coil. Right? Like... Uh, is probably too good historic. Again, I go back to Muxus. My point being, like, give us a colorless thing to, like kind of bridge the colorless decks when they don't draw their Forsaken Monument, right? Like something that they can ramp into that's not, you know, Forsaken Monument. Yeah. That it, like attacks and blocks. Or, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, here you go, Leveler. Like, put Leveler sure. in there, and then you can Thassa's Oracle. Yeah. Right, it costs one more mana, Inverter. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't give you a library, right? So you've right. got to get your Thassa's Oracle. This way worse. Yeah, you got to get your Thassa's Oracle on the battlefield now. Right. Right, like that could be something interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. It just seems. It just seems like we're gonna have the same decks, and they just they just like missed the mark. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, there's no reason that Pyromancer and Death Shadow both have to exist. Like, it's just going to be Death Shadow. Yeah. Or, I mean, you're playing the Red Black Pyromancer deck. Yeah. And you just put Death Shadow in it. That's true. You could probably just do that, too. Yeah, you're like, Shock Thought sees you, play Pyromancer, and then figure out a way to get your Death Shadow in. Like, we were talking about in the pre-show, like, Dire Tactics... Mm-hmm. One in the black, dis- like is it exile or destroy a creature? You lose I think life. It's exile. You lose life equal to its toughness, yeah. and then final payment, black white, instant, like sack a creature, sack an enchantment, or pay five life to destroy a creature. Mm-hmm. Right, you yeah. can play like one of those and a couple of dire tactics, and a few other ways to like kind of like control your life total, mm-hmm. and then you just get to like play death shadows. Mm-hmm. Like that seems like a wholly reasonable strategy. Yeah, I think so. 
right? And, like, when you have a pyromancer, right, like, it's easy to get, like, trash creatures for, like, final payment to sack a creature. Right. And just, like, replace it. So, like, you're, like, Mardu Death Shadow. Or we talk about, like, maybe your Grixis. Yeah. So. Or yeah. Esper. Or Esper, yeah. So you get to yeah. keep the, the ways to lose life. Yeah. yeah. There's any number of things you can do with Death Shadow. But, like, maybe that's all they wanted. Maybe they just wanted to, like, put Death Shadow in. That's going to spawn new archetypes. And then everything else doesn't matter. Then everything else doesn't matter. But the yeah. problem is, is the archetypes you spawn are, like, they're the same decks but with Death Shadow. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that doesn't change what people are going to watch. Right. Right? Like, when you watch Modern and Jund is good, I know, glory days, <laughs> right? And Back in my day. Back in my day, right? Like, you know, it's the Thoughtseize discard, you know, whatever, grind you out deck, right? But there was, like, the, oh, well, you know, they could draw, they could, like, they could play against Tron, and that's going to be a really hard matchup for them. Do they have mm-hmm. the sideboard cards to make it a good matchup? Or you the know, answer is no. <laughs> no. <laughs> or or there's like any number of like other like counterplay that you can do. But if like yeah. every game, if every matchup was just some flavor of Jundamirror, mm-hmm. like you can't watch two days of that. Right. That's like trying to watch two days of Oko Standard. Yeah, but it's like, hey, it's uh, Rakdos Pyromancer versus Rakdos. Death shadow. Death shadow. And it's like, oh, what's the difference? Well, I have uh, Death Shadow and you have Pyromancer. Oh, cool. Should be hmm. a fun game. Right? Yeah. And it's just like that same thing over and over and over again. Like, or I, I have Death Shadows and Pyromancer. Yeah, like, Pyromancer. I, I don't know what card you could that is at the same power level as Thoughtseize that yeah. you could put in the format like to get people off of Thoughtseize. Well, I mean, what keeps people from playing Thoughtseize decks and Thoughtseize decks and Modern? Yeah, Tron. Like, is it? I think it's a combination of like Tron and the fact that you can't one for one people. Yeah, right. Like, like Muxus is the reason to not play a Thoughtseize deck, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you've like made them discard like six cards or whatever, and then they just top deck a Muxus and you lose. Yeah. But, like, Muxus has, like, more of kind of, like, a fail rate. Right. Right? Like, I think the reason people don't play a ton of Thoughtseize decks and, like, I, you know, I make my jokes about Jund and Modern is, like, we talked about, like, every card in Modern, or every card now has staple to it draw a card. Yeah. It like makes that's, it tough to be a discard deck. Yeah, I mean... Or one for one. Yeah, we've not seen the... We've not seen Historic at a high-level event post-Uro. Right, like Uro was the biggest offender of that. Yeah. Right, so maybe like Thoughtseize, you know, Thoughtseize decks are more on the menu mm-hmm. than than they have been. But yeah, I like I don't think the answer is to like, you know, well, we don't want Thoughtseize to be good, so let's just print a bunch of like two for ones. Yeah. To just like bury Thoughtseize decks. But like there's not a lot of diversity. So at, at hmm. the at the high levels, right? Right. Right. Like think about like the last historic tournament. It was like four decks. Yeah. 
And then Gregor Kowalski's like, nine lives, your move. <laughs> and everyone's like, what are you doing? Nine lives, your move. Nine lives. That's what I'm doing, nine lives. Oh, man. But you could ramp into Triumphant Beckoning and get back any cards. Back. They, yeah. They like they thought seized or like destroyed. Like, oh, they blew up your solemnity. Not to worry. Yeah, get it back. Triumphant Reckoning. We did it. That's right. There we go. So, yeah. how do you make nine white mana real? Um, Nyx Lotus. Yeah, I mean, I guess that works. Nyx Lotus and Manifold Key. <laughs> okay. There you go. Well, I guess only three of it has to be white. Yeah, just go nuts. Yeah, I don't know. Then you only need five mana. Actually, you like Nissa and then Triumphant. Yeah, N- Nissa, get back your other Nissa. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I I see what they're trying to do, but like, I think Delver in the Death Shadow slot gets you new yeah, decks. It does. Right, like then you're then you're gonna have like the, the like slower like Thoughtseize decks, like playing mm-hmm. against the tempo-y, Dovery like decks. You're gonna have like an is it blitz kind of deck. You're gonna have like the mid range Dovery kind of deck. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I think that becomes interesting. Yeah. So what about uh Snapcaster? Like Snapcaster to like kind of prop up the control decks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's good too. Like that gives you a different a different kind of of yeah. deck like you know you don't have i don't know snap strike snap is not a uh, strike snap <laughs> is definitely not the same yeah strike snap strike is not as good as bolt snap bolt but yeah right like you could six mana is a lot more than four a hundred percent yeah but like it will give you something different to have going on yeah you know, again, like the fact that this is still like probably a main deck Grafdigger's Cage format if you're playing Control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like that was what won the last one of these, right? Was right the blue-white Control deck with like main deck Cages. Yep. Again, I contend that means your format's broken. <laughs> Could be. So, I don't know. Like I. Oh, man, if they're pay- playing main deck Grafdigger's Cage... That means I can't play Spider Spawn. No. Oh, you can't flash it back. Yeah. You can only play the front side. Right. Oh, man. Man. This is awful. Sad times. Yeah, like your Merfolk Secret Keepers and uh, Meyer Tritons. Yeah. <laughs> um, <gasps> dear God. <laughs> yeah. I'm... Oh, man. So, hey, if you guys need help figuring out, like, what cards should go in this stupid made-up format, like, <laughs> please, like, give me a call. Like, I could, like, come up with some cards that weren't trash. Yeah. Like, any number of them. Dark Depths, Vampire Hex Mage, <laughs> any number of cards. Vespian Stage. Vespian Stage, Urborg, like, any any number. I got, I got things for you. Mox Diamond. <laughs> Mox Diamond. Any... <laughs> 
any number of like random cards, Golgari Grave Troll, anything. Anything. Like, a wide variety of cards with different play patterns. <laughs> yeah, Aloran, Chalice of the Void, any number. Any Chalice number. of the Void. Yeah. You, you know what you know what this you know what this format needs? Ancient Tomb. <laughs> Ancient Tomb, Chalice of the Void. You know what beats Thoughtsey's uh uh, Death Shadow, <laughs> two chalice. There yeah. you go. I feel like you could just take a bunch of like tier two modern archetypes, yeah, and like put like a bastardized version of them mm-hmm. into historic and like make historic a more interesting place. Yeah, I mean, like we already have Thalia. How far? Like, what other pieces will we need for like a Death and Taxes? You need another tax, right? So is that like lean and arbiter? But I don't think they want. There's not a ton of fetch lands. I don't think they want to like that. That card's just miserable. Um, we have mind sensor. Like I don't know if you need like flicker wisp. You don't have the man of denial. Like that seems like something that they don't want to put in the format. Well, right, but like, Ort's not oppressive outside of that deck in particular. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It would just hold up that one deck. Yeah, and I'm, do almost nothing else. Yeah, I just worry, like, would they want to put that in and then have new players play against Port? Just be like, oh, this is awful. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but, like, I'm trying to think of what, like, you would have, like, you could put Giver of Runes. You could, you know, like, Flicker, flicker Wisp to get value. Yeah. Yeah, like, dude, you could, there'd definitely be something there. Like, it would be... I guess you need Vile. Like, that deck can't just, like... Oh, yeah, that's true. Play. But, like, think of all the... like. I guess Vile would probably prop up Goblins too much. But I was going to say, think of all the, like, the... Yeah. Like, the Vile decks you could, like, have. Mm-hmm. So... You could errata Vile to not... Not be able to put Goblins in play. <laughs> Non-Goblin creature. <laughs> like, hey, how's it going? Um... Legacy Goblins players, <laughs> we've we've decided that your deck can no longer have this. No card vial for you and Muxus. You got to pick one. <laughs> it, it, I mean, make, you can make it symmetrical. You can make it not work for elves either. There you go. There you go. Um. So, yeah. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope there's like some cool decks that come out of the next historic event. Right, like, yeah, I don't think so. I'm gonna try and break Merit Lady to slumber, but I'm not do it. super optimistic about that. Do it. And uh I'm sure there's something cool that somebody's gonna do with harmless offering, but it's not me. Yeah. Yeah, and it's gonna be one of those things that it's gonna happen like one time. Yeah, Saffron Olive will do it once and it'll yeah. look cool on camera and it'll then that's cool. it. Yeah. And yeah. it'll be like, we played some matches off camera, we went two and twelve. Um, yeah. with the deck uh, <laughs> but yeah like I don't even know what you could do cool with like collected conjuring like I uh, I don't think there's anything cool you can do with it yeah there's nothing like you can cast that like doesn't have a casting cost or because like yeah then you yeah then you could do some shenanigans well I mean we don't know what's coming in Strixhaven this is true it could be a spell on the front and a wizard hat on the back yeah you never know. Barry Bobber 
it will be uh <laughs> Barry Bobber. Yeah. Barry Botter. Uh, you're in Gibbendor. Big bottom. Yeah. Uh it's uh Tarmaclaw. You're you're in Tarmaclaw. It's like, oh cool, thank you. Tarmaclaw. This is very this is very uh uh magic y, yes. Yeah. You're in slivering. Uh, <laughs> slivering. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. We should we should end it on that note. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. You can't do any better than that. No, nope, I don't think so. We better call it. All right. So that's the show. Uh, we went over the like the two new sets. Uh, I am confused by uh, <laughs> by the stupid historic anthologies. Um, yeah. But uh, if you have some sweet combos that you are going to like pull off, or you you know exactly why collected conjuring is in this set. Uh, you can get us at Casual Tripod. Yeah, on Twitter, right? On Twitter, yes, yes. Yeah, you can hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG with whatever card you're gonna give to your opponent with harm- harmless offering. You can drop us an email at sh- show at casualtryhardmtg.com. Uh, don't forget if you're looking to pick up any singles, please use our TCG Player affiliate link tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Anything you purchase after following that link, we'll get a small cut of to help keep the show rolling. Uh, like I said at the top of the show, uh, Time Spiral Remastered stuff is probably going to be at its cheapest about 10 days after launch. Maybe a little bit less than that. Maybe like a week to 10 days. Um, so hop on over to TCG Player, use our affiliate link, pick up your sweet old board cards. Uh, if you want to support us a little bit more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Patrons get early access to show notes. Uh, they get access, period, to our uh, pre-show ramblings, whatever we feel like talking about before the show starts. And don't forget about our Discord. Uh, link in the description, link on social media. Hop on over, join the discussion. And forgetting something. YouTube. YouTube. Have a YouTube. Check got, it out. Lots of content lately. We've got stuff up there. That's right. Yep. Casual Tryhard MTG on YouTube. Yes. Subscribe. Please. So with, like our video. Yes. We need <laughs> friends. So, so with that, we'll catch you on the internet. We'll catch you on the internet. <laughs>